The long-term benefits of beer have been proven by scientists, whereas the rest of my advice has no basis more reliable than my own meandering experience. Drink beer. I'm Larry Pete. Welcome to Brewers Banter. Beer freaks and beer geeks. Larry Payton here. Craft beer with me. And you're tuned in to another episode of the Brewers Banter. Thanks for stopping by. On this one, I'm with Patrick Feltz, the head brewer of Waikiki Brewing in Lahaina, Maui, Hawaii. And it was actually recorded live at the brewery. So there's a lot of background noise. There's some sound issues. It's just, it unfortunately is not the best for podcasts. However, when originally aired on Instagram live, it was a beaut. Regardless, one of my favorite episodes to date, maybe even my favorite, I was treated like royalty doing beer and food pairings, the service there was amazing. We have people that are coming in and out saying hi during the episode. It was a lot of fun. Hopefully you enjoy it and the sound quality is there. This is part one of that episode. Give it a listen. Cheers. Aloha and mahalo for joining. I am Larry Pate, craft beer with me. I, this is Brewer's Banter. You are coming in for a live episode from Waikiki Brewing Company, which is their location, their newer location, in Lahaina, Maui, Hawaii. So we're going to ask Pat about that. Uh, we're also going to take a quick tour of the brewery because I mean, it's one of the, for such a small amount of space, what a setup they have. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's I'm awesome. a little envious. Awesome. Like, yeah. I had, there was a lot of hate thing around me. Well... Oh, it's more love now. Well, I, I, I mean, the, the, the love was for the brewery. The hate was more for you out of anything. Oh, man. Well, you know, I get that quite a bit. A lot of brewers. No, it's, it's, all jokes aside, this is one of the coolest places I've ever worked at. So. It is, man. It is. I mean, right behind me, if you can see, is the tallest ton I've seen with an HLT that's been built into the bottom of it. Everything in this brewery was constructed specifically for this brewery. Yeah. Unreal. So we're going to do some food and drink pairings. So, so I'm going to start with the craft light. Yes, start with the craft light. Uh, this one goes with basically everything on our menu, uh, food-wise. It's it's our rendition of a Coors Light, but Light. Uh, it's basically, yeah, it's as light as it gets. It's extremely delicious on a nice hot day. Very, um, very crisp and clear. Four percent ABV, sometimes a little lower than that. Uh, eight IBUs. It is just... Super crushable, especially the tea. It's it's the best thing to have on hot day. Very very light, but very crisp. It is, yeah, completely thirst quenching. I mean, yeah. this is it's like drinking water. Yeah, you, know? you could you could drink. What I love about this is you could drink five or six of these and have yeah, no issue. It's, it's the best. In my opinion, it's the best six pack that we sell to take to the beach. You go on a boat. It, we're 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 in high demand for that all over the island here. Sometimes our accounts run out of it because we're going through so fast and such high demand. So okay, so I will, and, and I'm, I I really don't like starting to show off like this, but I have to. Yeah. Um, this is the best 
flight I've ever had in my years of this. This is absolutely fantastic. There is nothing that sits forefront that's a bit too much, a bit too much malt. There's nothing in terms of the little bite at the back end. It is just a super crisp, clean, crisp, yep. very well done. Yeah, man. Wow. The next one we got is our Hanoho head. This is arguably our top seller at this location. Uh, partially, I believe, it's because a lot of the servers really love that beer. Uh, it is a an American uh, wheat ale, so it doesn't have that banana, clovey thing that regular German-style, Bavarian-style Hefeweizen's do. Um, and it's it's brewed with uh, strawberry puree and orange beer. Wow. And you can it literally tastes like, like strawberries and a little bit of oranges. And it's it's, it's an amazing, uh, amazing beer. It, it pairs well with almost everything on our menu as well. But it goes really well with this Aki dip. Yeah, that so that's why, that's why. That looks delicious. And, and so uh, the next one is the Gosa. They both go really well with the Aki yeah, dips. Okay. And so anyone who doesn't know, what is Aki? Aki is new. So we get, we get tuna steaks and we, we basically cut them up and blend them and make our own homemade tuna salad. So it's a homemade Aki dip. Uh, served with some some sides of wine toast and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 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 incredible. We also have a we also have a tuna milk using the same Aki dip. Uh, that's a sandwich that it's it's amazing. It's all made fresh in house. I want to start off with some icebreakers. People get to know you. Yep. All right. So if there was a movie made about your life, but here in Hawaii, because you come from SoCal. Yeah. No, NorCal, NorCal. NorCal, my bad. That's right, San Fran. My bad, my bad. Um, what would be the name of the movie? Oh, man. Who'd be the lead Paradise. actor? How about that? Paradise? Okay, I'm good with that. Yes, I'm good with that. Uh, That's awesome. Lead actor? I don't know, man. Uh, probably Adam Sandler, because he gets all his movies in Hawaii. Yes. Um, yes, I love it. Or Jack Black. It's great. He's, but, uh, Absolutely, man. I love it. All right. Okay. <laughs> Do you believe there's uh, any use still for a decoction or a step masher? Uh, it depends. Uh, it depends on where you source your grain uh, because that will determine if you need to do that because there's a lot of places in Europe and, and there's some places in, in the, on the mainland to where the grain is specifically meant to be used in a decoction method. Uh, but for the most part, a lot of the stuff you're getting from like the big grain producers, uh, it doesn't even need more than 15 minutes to fully. Um, and a lot of the, the extra time you're giving in that mash time is really to help with the color and to get some more of the, the body out of it. Uh, but when you're talking about just starch conversion, starches, the sugars, you don't, you don't really even need the full hour long mash that is kind of typical in, in most processes. Well, there you go. That's, uh, I think that's, okay, so that's something great to know because yeah. you get into mash times, you get into the 60s, uh, yep. people want to go a little bit longer, um, yep. first work hopping, and I, I, I tend to I tend to agree. I think the decoction of the step, there's a place for it, depending on what it is you're trying to do and, yep. and if you're wanting to old school it. Yep. But yeah, the, the grains right now are so modified. Yep. However, the 15-minute thing is... I mean, so yeah, there's yeah. A, there was a study done where they were trying to improve uh, the process time and... Uh, there it's this huge hundred like, barrel brewhouse. Essentially, they would they would take about twenty to thirty minutes to completely grain in and mash in. Wow. And by the time they finished that, they started borlocking. They didn't let it sit at all because the entire time they were borlocking it to get 
get it to be less turbid, uh, it was it was literally like like uh, doing the whole conversion on like, mm-hmm. in that in that just contact. Wow. wow. So obviously it's smaller than six point five. This one you definitely need to let it sit, that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, the whole decoction method was essentially because the the malting process back in the 1800, 1900, previous previously to that, um, it wasn't specified to create that enzymatic change. It was really just to to prep them off for the brewing process. So as they started dialing in all the technology and all the research, they it completely transformed just the effectiveness. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, so I mean, I, I that you know I can ask as well. Then is is there any real legitimate use? a mashup and arguably i mean it's it's almost one of these things and maybe you'll agree that that you know what if you're on a small system and i mean a very small system maybe even just a home system you're not losing anything by doing it um but is there an actual are you getting uh so the best example i could use is i think a, a trip to um, europe with my dad after graduating college and it was like a graduation present whatever and we just, for 10 straight days, just hit all these breweries in Germany, hit a bunch of breweries in, uh, in Czech, and one of them was Pilsner Urquell. Nice. So we went to the original side of the Pilsner, and uh, they, to this day, do the step decoction Because to create their style of beer, they do it where it's a brew step decoction, but they're actually caramelizing some of them all. They're, they're pulling like a third of the wort off yeah. at, at the beginning of the mash, and they're they're basically boiling it and then throwing it back in, and that is what steps up the temperature of the mash tun. It's there's right, basically okay. they're circulating their mash, their wort. Different thing altogether, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's getting that full body flavor. It almost caramelizes the, the wort at the same time, and they're incredibly difficult to replicate a true oh. style of filter. And that's part of it, is that for one, you're not using the same water profile grain, but it's really no. that process. It's, it's been a part of their thing since they, they started brewing it. So. Very cool. There's a song you made about your life. What's the name of the song? Is it still Paradise? Yeah. Still Paradise. Okay. It's, it's whatever it's paradise, and I don't blame me. Absolutely, I mean everyone here that we've dealt with at YTP has been phenomenal. Like we've got an awesome group that you're working with. This is a great, great spot. I'm looking at the ocean out here. And let's go with uh, one more fun question. Your old school days back in San Fran, when you were drinking beer, when you probably well, maybe? Yeah, 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 probably. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, your parents got watching. Uh, what, what was your go-to back in the day, man? Uh, oh, okay, yeah. Little green can. That's important, man. It's awesome. Okay. Um, so, another beer, which I'm dying to get into because they look absolutely phenomenal. Uh, let's quickly get... I want an interruption from you, man. Tell people who you are, what you do here. Uh, tell us about White Keep Brewing. And especially that it's not just the original Waikiki Brewing, which is in Waikiki, but the new brewery here in uh, Lahaina in Maui. Yeah, so, uh, I'm the brewer uh, uh, It's a small three and a half barrel system. So, that's me basically. Uh, yeah, I've been brewing for about five years now. Uh, so, I was uh, young, 21 years old. Uh, I actually started at a school in Buffalo Hills, Okay. That's in Haverhill, California. Huh? 
to hear us with a background noise. Yeah. I mean, it is. The brewery's open, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's phenomenal. Yeah. Like, that's phenomenal. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. You can taste the, the fruit thing, you know? That's more phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Uh, hopefully it's not too much background noise, guys. I mean, the reality was I wanted to do while they were operating here, man. So, yeah, there's, there are there's people at the bar. This is, this is, uh, this is life, man. This is, this is brew life. So, again, trying to just keep it legit as opposed to doing it here at 9 o'clock in the morning. There's nothing going on. Um, okay. That's um, um, and this is phenomenal. So tell us a little bit more about this one. Uh, um, again, it's an American ale brewed with uh, strawberry puree and orange peels. We put those in the last like, 15 minutes of the boil, and that, what that does is that'll pasteurize any fruit. Um, it also gives it enough time to basically transfer the flavors and impart the flavors you want into the beer. Um, so yeah, that's, that's basically it. It's one of our yeah, no, it's, it's not, it's funny, it's not how you got like the little piece, it's actually pretty color. I mean, that's where you're going to tell me. Is Yeah, 
Does this make things any better? Check, 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 check. check. I'll wait for you to let me know. I'll lay this back down right here. Let me know if that is any better. 
All right. Seems to be better. Okay, good. Thanks very much. Thanks, dude. Okay. Much better. All right. Yes. Awesome. Another, another thing about the pumpkin ale is Buffalo Bills. Bill Lewis, it's going to be great in that style. Like, the owner of Buffalo Bills, John, he mentioned that style. Uh, it's part of the style. So popular. The pumpkin ale at Buffalo Bills is the original pumpkin ale. And it's, it's like a whole following. People line up on the release day. And they just line up for it like by pieces. It's like people love it. You know, people travel from all over California to get it. It's pretty yeah. awesome. That's pretty cool. When you talk about people like, I mean, that's the same thing when you start talking about the alchemist up in uh, the New England area, where it's just they, they don't sell under. They don't sell under, really, but. But you only have two cases, and yeah, yeah, you have to be wise. Uh, I'm back here, guy. I'm walking my dogs. It's so much better even outside. That's awesome. Any, um, okay. Any questions again, guys? Feel free to bang in. Uh, if you want to join the video very quickly to say hi or whatever, any questions directly for Patrick. Feel free to please bang it in. I see people who are joining. I'm trying to take a second to wave to everybody. Um, I believe before we get more questions, we're going to get into uh, the, the dad's uncle, which I think is a great story behind it. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, the dad's uncle. It is a traditional Munich style dunkel, which means dark um, in German. And, uh, yeah, it's. it's about 80% Munich malt, about 19% white wheat, which gives it head retention, sweetness, but it, it basically just gives you some balance, you know what I mean? And then there's obviously the chocolate malt. So, yeah. Uh, the thing that's really cool about this beer, so uh, my dad was a big home brewer in the 80s really cool. big home brewer before like you could really go to brew bugs and stuff uh, he would just make it at home he made hundreds of recipes right and so I always heard about his brewing when I was growing up but he stopped when my sister had a born oh wow so um, he stopped in the mid 90s and just he just never had the time to pick it back up but Throughout our entire childhood, we would go to all these different breweries. So we go camping at two different breweries, and then like we're just little kids at the time, but we just got so used to that environment, you know, so appreciative, of it, you know, because it, it's awesome, you know. And did that, I mean, did that inspire you? I don't even know if I got yeah. that. Did that inspire you when you started working at a fucking yeah. building? Yeah, I got 100%. Uh, and and I started working at Buffalo Bills. I kept on asking, and it's hard for us. And it was. It wasn't until uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he's, he's always screaming. He's from happy. But yeah, but I, I was able to get a, a with my dad. So. Uh, but I was, yeah, I was finally able to get a room with him, and it was pretty cool. Uh, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So, he did that when he was here. So he, he had never brewed anything on a, on a professional scale. Oh. And so when he visited in March, uh, I had this recipe all designed. And I could have brewed it the week earlier or the week after. And I made sure that he was going to be able to brew it with us. And so he did it from start to finish. And uh, when we were coming up with the name, um, I kind of threw the name out there. But then we were kind of looking at other names. And, and then out of nowhere, uh, Joe, who's the head brewmaster, he's one of the co-partners of the company. 
uh, he just decided he's like, he's gonna call dad's uncle, and so it's really, really cool. Very, very cool uh, story. And and it's really, really special. What a complex bear. There's a lot oh, yeah. going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll have a taste of uh, Um The Jason. Yeah. I, I try to say what starts off, but it finishes off with such a sweet, resonant taste at the back end. Yeah. It starts off with like a nutty, like a toffee. There is toffee. Yeah. I get more of a toffee hit. Definitely not big on the malt grain. Definitely more of a toffee. Yeah. Um, maybe a slight nutty, but not much. And then it just very smooth, very balanced on the way down. It is a crisp, crisp, but I do find that it it does resonate a bit. So it's not like even the light where it's just got out. That taste does simply, which I like. It's it's not it's not clean. It's there. That would again be just the malt profile. Yeah, delicious. Uh, Yeah, so so, something really really cool about about this beer. Uh, We we. We basically wanted to make sure that we gave it the time to... Lager, in the traditional lager practices, to, to make this yeah, yeah, a lot of time. Yeah. So, we did the whole 14-day fermentation, uh, raised the temperature to 65 degrees for three days, and let it have a nice diastole rest. And then we dropped it to 65, we dropped it to two degrees a day. Wow. For 11 days, we got down to 37 degrees. And we held it there for nine days, and then we dropped it down to 30 degree crashing temperatures and transferred it over. So if this says no body, this is naturally just it's, it's phenomenal. I mean, this is a, a, the dip with it. Uh, and so this beer cheese, uh, another really great thing about the pretzel beer cheese, probably one of our more ordered items. Uh, but it's made with uh, my jalapeno mouth, which is a, it's like a jalapeno beer. Um, it's not really spicy at all. It's, it's actually a really smooth uh, type of beer. But most of them are either really spicy or just not enough. This one has won a couple of awards and some, some of the events we've entered it into. But it goes great in this, in this beer cheese. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty cool. Okay, so the food here is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, our, Our chef, chef is extremely talented. Extremely talented. Oh my god, dude. If someone can please call 911, I'm going to need to be taken out of here in an ambulance. Because it's phenomenal. Are you going to move him? There you go. Cool. Yeah. So this was the crap light. And I'll have. The whale goes to splash and the dad's dunk over some finish up right now. Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenally delicious. Thank you so very much. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. Inspector. We have a whole new set here. Hold on. Such a rough day. Oh, yeah. Such a tough day. Yeah, let's switch this around again. Wow. Okay, okay guys. Seriously, if you have not been to White Deacon, like you need to. 
You need to change your shit. Like, this is, you need to change shit up. Absolutely. Wow. And people over here. Um, it's, uh, yeah. So you guys, okay, there's another question that came through. You guys ship it all to the mainland. Uh, can't legally ship anything. Um, that's one of the Hawaii things. Um, I'm pretty sure Garrett talked to you about that. You can't get yeah, anything. Yeah, I think that's Yeah. You can't legally ship Right. Uh, yeah, he did. But he, said he was upset because I is wine allowed or Yeah, yeah. I think it's just but again, again it's there's legal laws because I think it's still not even basically at the hundred year mark of the prohibition. There's still so many laws that haven't even been approached to be changed. And so because it's not a federal system, it's it's a statewide system. A lot of like for example, there's three or four breweries on this island. None of them are, are even trying to really do it except for maybe Maui Brewery, you know? Right. And so there hasn't even been that conversation approached. It's too bad. No, I agree. Over time, I do believe it will get changed. It's just one of those things. It's gonna, it takes some time getting the, the right people to talk to the right people and, and getting the... <laughs> right. And, and that said, it does become a bit of a two-headed monster in the sense that you say you guys are already running like that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, so it's not like we could, we could essentially figure out a way to, instead of having to occupy accounts, we could fulfill orders. Okay. That, that, that's a whole different ballgame of interesting. So, you know, that, that's a lot simpler. If someone orders it, you have it to stop the shit truck. Okay. You do a lot of accounts in terms of kegs, though? Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, I think we're 60, 40 kegs and cans. Um, wow. But we're, I mean, you go to any of the main stores, we're, you have three or four brands in every store. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was at ABC, and I'm going to cheat it. Oh yeah, I might have cheated a little bit. I might have. I've had. I listen. I, I, I fell in love with Waikiki when uh, a few years ago we were in Honolulu. Or, yeah, yeah, Honolulu. And uh, anyways, it was. I thought the skinny jeans was really cool. I love the design of the skinny jeans. It was awesome. Anyways, it was. I think you guys. Like, when did Waikiki Brewing on the mainland? Not on the mainland. Sorry, in Hawaii or Oahu? Open. Okay, so they opened up the seven barrel system. Um, they were doing about 1,100 barrels a year, which is a full capacity. And then within, I believe, a year and a half, they were like, we need to upgrade this. So they upgraded to an 80 barrel for us, which is about a mile down the street, and then the art district, Um And that's where we do all of our production stuff now, for the most part. Uh, and we still brew out of that seven barrel brew house um, right on Waikiki Beach. It's incredible. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and now we open this place. Yeah, so we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that for sure. So what are we going with next? Nice, I was like, yeah, the crap went nice. I saw that on the list and I'm like, okay, that's nice. So 2015, Waikiki Brewing opens. In Waikiki. When did the Lahaina location start? Uh, this is about two years old. So this is right before COVID happened. Uh, we, were, we were planning to open it right before COVID happened. And COVID happened, and we were just kind of sitting here like, uh, so um, it, was a, it was kind of a soft opening throughout COVID. Uh, and then, yeah, now we're here, and we just about 
Yeah, about three weeks ago, I had all of our mask mandates from Shumbag and the travel bans turned back. So we've seen significantly more people coming in. Yeah, I mean, we, we didn't know if it was going to happen, but whereas everywhere back on the mainland was kind of adapting already right. and it had their stuff dropped for months at a time, we were still, we're a small island, there's eight ice cube beds. I mean, there's, you got to be smart, you know what I mean? Oh, why what? You guys, I mean, which obviously, we love the places and we, we follow everything that goes on here. They were very restrictive in terms of um, outside coming in, which is just which is a little wrong thought anyway because there's violence here that if you're not white, we don't go to those islands. Yes, but you're very small. You can't really just go there. You have to know someone. You have to be invited there. You have to know how to get there. There's no there's no boats just driving over there. Just go where you want to go. Yeah, there's five miles. Yeah. Right, so I think that's very, very cool. Um, what do you guys open this morning? We open at 11 a.m. Okay, they, they open at 11. I came in here at about 12:10, um, and hey, you guys must have been at about 75. at noon. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's right on Front Street. So if you guys are familiar with, with uh, Maui, Front Street is famous. I mean, it's one of the few places where when you say Front Street, people kind of assume it's Maui. And, uh, yeah, so it's so, so right at Front Street, right where the old Hard Rock Cafe used to be. Uh, yeah, we're perfect. It, 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 it's awesome because you, you go through all the shopping and all these little boutiques and everything. It's the end of it. Just walk that couple hundred feet past it, and you are right at this beautiful home. Open up to you, and for all the law, it's I mean, there's a big breakwater. Breakwater for which Patrick's here. Every three weeks, has to polish the uh, the stainless steel tanks here because it will acquire some rusting on it based on the fact that there's getting salt water blowing in the air in here. And he also says it's not uncommon for you to walk past the breakwater or rather want to walk to the other side of the street and feel it. No kidding you. Side side, it's splashed. I mean, it's very, very, very cool. It's a stellar place. I mean, let's go. It is amazing. Oh, man, I'm just in such a hate mode of you right now. No, the other thing I'm going to say right now is that I feel a lot of times I would feel very comfortable to say to a person who's been brewing for five years and go, you know what? For someone who's brewing for five years, you're brewing very, very well. But I would not, I, I, honestly, I feel like we're being involved. I would not place that caveat upon you where it's like, for someone who's doing it for five years, you're brewing phenomenal. Here, here. And this is, and, and for anyone, this is not a kiss ass show. I don't, it, it's, it's it what it is, what it is, what I face in the mirror, that's it. You're brewing phenomenal. So, which gets me excited about moving on to the next. So, so next one we got is our This one we use with our Carolina Cold Barbecue Sauce, which is it's just this killer barbecue sauce. We're going to try it later. Um, but yeah, this is, this is a uh, great beer. Honestly, it's one of my favorite ones. Um, it's got that traditional, like, just beer flavor. Yeah, it's it's good. Good. Smell smell on the nose, so that you're here, 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 you're here
yeah, yeah. I'm saying, like, you describe this to somebody. Like, oh, like, what do you have to say? It's not too obvious, not too this, not too that. What? Is it, it just, you want to hear This is a good beer. It's got good body. It's got Christmas and it's just smooth. But again, Patrick, I, I've had, I, I typically don't, I'm not going to say I typically don't, I don't care for blondes. Do I appreciate the niche that it is? Sure, I appreciate the need to be a blonde. I do. Would I ever go into a place and order a blonde? No. Every day of the week I would order. Like, this is. It's not really, dude. I would have a question here from. From uh, the beer herding from Vancouver, BC, Canada. What's up, dude? I, I love your Halo pink beer. They see how they get it. I was like, Halo pink beer. Interesting. Cool, cool. Yeah, that was working on top of So tell people about this one. Yeah, and thanks for the rent one for the follow. I appreciate that. What's up, Corbin D? So, Halo beer is Amber Ale, and it's brewed with the Good Oh my god. This is unreal. Wow, so the thing that was really cool about this is uh, these brewers are onions, they're basically grown out onions, you know? But we grow them and we throw a bunch of the brown, which is right here. They do that, they do that. Wow. So they're juicy, they're so much flavor. House made bacon, like they literally make the bacon in house. Most of the stuff they do here is as homemade as it gets. So that's why the cost is so. I mean, for for our location on Front Street, you can't find anything that's better priced than this location. And I'm not, I'm not just trying to make a sales pitch. You go to some of these places where you don't even get service at the table, and you're paying twenty five dollars a plate, fifteen dollars a drink. You're paying seven dollars, eight dollars maybe for a pint. You know, you're getting a burger for sixteen to seventeen dollars, which comes with bacon and egg grilled onions, all that stuff. Like it's that's yeah, some good prices. Yeah, I mean, like, like things that you need to go to a grocery store and get three basic things here, like cheese and stuff. Is for, for those on the mainland, it's it's very expensive. It's hard, to, it's hard to understand, but it's a reality. I mean, it's, it's everything has to be important. It's important, right? So no, absolutely. Um, I unfortunately. So we ate for my family and I. I unfortunately didn't get to see the prices because um, it was ordered before me and it was paid for my wife. Anyways, I'm just saying that they didn't get shit by myself. This is what we're getting. And uh, it was great choice, man. It was great choice. This one is. I'll tell you what. <laughs> That's one of my favorite cans too. If you get a hold of a grab light six pack, I'll get a hold of a blonde six pack. Seriously, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna take some Waikiki beer back with me. Um, and I want to let you know that anyone who wants any, feel free to let me know and I will sell it to you for $800 a can. I'm worth every penny. You're very, very good. And with that, if you order two cans, I'll order your free shipping. Uh, what, what is the percentage of this? Is it five? Uh, that's five point five. Okay, five five. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh no. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Okay, okay I want to see what we have here. here. So, Corbin, Nate, I appreciate the follow. Thank, thank you so much. much. Any of my followers here, appreciate sure you're following what you've been doing. Very, very, very cool, very, very interactive. Just who runs your. We have a great lady named Jisa who runs all of our media accounts, does all of our graphics work. She's awesome. And the Bear Heretic says, is the brewery usually that loud? Yeah. yeah. This is, it's, it's a, a, I mean, it's, it's a, a killer brewery. It's one of those places where when you walk in, you feel the vibe. Yeah. yeah. So, so with, I mean, if it's too loud, loud you can step outside for the next flight. flight. You can do that, whatever. I cannot, there's not that many people in here. Oh, no, I'm going to tell people to just shut up. People be, be quiet. No way. This is awesome. I don't know. It's, uh, I apologize that it's so loud, guys. I really do, but... Um, it is, it is so, so vibing right, right now. That, that is, that is, that is what, what I wanted, wanted to do again. When Pat and I spoke about doing this uh, a month or so ago, it, it was, was it's going to be loud. I want the vibe. I want, I want those who are watching this to know what it's like to be here, to feel that, as opposed to just being in a dead space. It was key. So I apologize. It's awesome, man. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Okay, Pat. This one. Uh, if you could maybe let people know about any particular hops that... Did I just hit, like, puberty just when I said hops? Yes. Yeah, so we talk about hops here. I mean, you guys use uh, T9s, you use 45s, you use prime. I don't know. Almost Except for the hazy that we have, which we're trying to explain. I don't know how we did it. It's uh, 44 pounds of bio Oh, wow. That is... So I don't know how to do it. That's what I kind of pride myself on. I, 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 I spent hours and hours and hours of the bottom down just studying hops, learning everything about like the... Molecular makeup of and I'm not it. I was not good at chemistry in high school or any science for that matter. But when it, when it came to hot it just it made sense, you know. Just yeah. learning about how to literally pinpoint what type of flavor you want in the finished product, and using the ingredients backwards and how they kind of. How, how you how you can accentuate some of the features of the stuff and, and learning how to act in, in different uses, you know? That's, uh, that's what I really want to get out of it. I, I genuinely learned a lot. And so, when it comes to Fox, I get uh, really excited to talk about it. Yeah, so we go Kyle Fox. We don't have any more of the stuff now. We use them all in the safety. But there's certain oils that we give you the And... There's certain oils that are beer soluble and, and alcohol soluble, and they're monoterpenes. Basically, can last throughout the fermentation process and through the carbonation process. And that's something that people forget: is that when you carbonate the beer in the process, you might be blowing past the beer and you have to it and you're kind of taking all those volatile aromas and flavors. And sometimes they don't get to really stick in the final beer. Well. This cryo pot is a blend of some of the best hops that you use in a cryo form. Which, are you guys aren't familiar with cryo? It basically is a compressed version of all the lupulin um, oils uh, in the hops, which gives you a lot less vegetative matter. So you can lose, you can use a lot less of the hop to get the same uh, the same result, and you get these. 
but like really right citrus or every time you are using you get a pure of what you're trying to get out of instead of all the others and so uh, this is a blend of a bunch of things that are have been studied by Yakub and Chief which is our partner provider uh, and they basically came up with this blend that you just get these the, the, the best way I can describe this hot it, it smelled like pink Starbucks oh wow it was just Wow. And it was just this pure, like, just blend. Yeah, we yeah, threw that in with some citrus, some Idaho jam, and it was, it was awesome. Wow. It was awesome. Wow. Okay. okay. So, so and, and did you find any difference in terms of what you were finishing off with in the fermentation tank? And I mean more volume. Uh, so, so, uh, because we blended it, it, it would be hard to tell. Yeah. But I know in theory, when you use bio hops, uh, that is another big reason why the industry is kind of pushing towards bio hops, is because for half the amount of hop usage, which means half the amount of dump and true that gets stuck in your, in your tank that you have to dump, um, you get the same result, which means that you can get bigger yields at the end of your at the end of your root process, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. You have answer that, man. That's cool. Go answer. Yeah. Go answer. All right, um, so we step away and answer. If you have any questions again, we're going to step outside in a bit, maybe because uh, I think we've had some issues with sound, with people having some problems. What's up, Multi Main? If you're still there, good to see you. Howdy, Perry, what's up? I'm Brace of Craft Beer. Capcoons, what's up? What's up? I'm Gal Girl. I'm happy you're on. I'm happy you're on. Um, yeah. Is the brewery excessive? Everything good? Yeah, everything's good. All right. All right. So, so, okay, okay hop wise. Let's go quickly back to the hops. What's your thought in terms of some new yeast that is coming out of these from home brews? Maybe you guys have had it for a while, but you've got a file release. I haven't done too much research, but I have heard Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's awesome how all of the different industries that make up are uh, really kind of working together now. Whereas, like, you got the yeast, which, I mean, there's a bunch of different haze positive, haze neutral, and, and, and haze intolerant yeasts, you know? And they're, they're kind of working together. They're all doing tests with each other's ingredients and each other's products to figure out to, how to get the brewers who are their main, main like, customers, you know? How to get them the exact results they want. And I think 10 years ago, that was not happening in the craft beer world. No. I think that's one of the coolest things about it right now is you've got things like that. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay, so... Uh, Is that right? Yep. Which is also included in the 
you did the onions. Wow, it's incredible. Yeah. Okay. Try that next. Yeah. Um, the cool thing that any different countries are so awesome to deal with. You make sure you drive by today. If you do identify yourself to who's your birthday? I don't know what. Okay. I want to leave a beer here for uh, cool thing. Yeah. I'll take care of that. And then the sizes are the new item. Uh, we just wanted to give it like the experience of the burger, so, so we made it like this isn't it's, it's like, like a burger, cut it into like a little quarter. Uh, but yeah, coming for dinner, so there'll be a beer waiting here for you. Yeah, that's phenomenal. The burger, oh my god, and the beer with it is perfect. Okay, okay so you've done you, you work with the chef with regards to the pairing or. For the most part, he takes the meat and he looks the meat. He's one of the stocks that shows up. Everything just tastes good. You know? It's just unreal. Yeah. It's I'm waiting for this thing that comes up that goes, it's, it's alright. No, oh my god. That's the regret of now you're going to eat the burger. Yeah. I'm finishing this off. It's delicious. Okay. Wait till you try the barley wine. Yeah. I don't know if that makes anything better. Let me know if it does. Please. I can, I can beat that one. I might, uh, I may have just muted this one. Um, so the barley wine is, uh, Well, we're going to be talking this one, so I'll take care of this. You tell him. Barley wine, uh, we don't have enough back now. Uh, we, we, yeah, we got a bunch of other limited releases on right now, but we have another keg of it. That we're gonna we're gonna tap probably in the next month or so, uh, but it's eleven point two percent. It is it is amazing. It literally tastes like like pineapple uh, sugar. Oh my god! And it, it most barley wines it's, it's hard to drink it, but it's hard to drink them. But uh, it is it is significantly uh, surprising. <laughs> surprising. <laughs> Okay, I'm lost as to how I can possibly be surprised to hear now. Just, I mean, like, wow. Okay, let's get back in the hops for a second. So we talked about 
the uh, talked a little bit about terpenes. We talked about thiol. We talked about uh, 45s and 90s. The, the uh, cryo pop blend that you had. I think a good thing maybe to speak to, especially so you even talk to people who are in a homebrewing, is when we get into, and I don't want to open a huge door here, but when we get into biotransformation, and we want to hit that biotransformation, yet it hurts to smell how much is being blown off by the yeast. Is there, a, is there something you'd recommend to be able to save some of those things? Don't do it early. When should we, how many, do you go by gravity or play Okay, so within how many points of Play-Doh before you're looking at this? So you definitely don't want to do it when it's fresh crossing. So you don't want to do it day one, day two, fermentation ever. Uh, what you're doing right there is you're just throwing it into stuff that will just end up on the sides of the walls. Right. You know? uh, but I will tell you this. From a lot of the research I've done, there's, it, it's weird because biotransformation is kind of like that term that's being applied to this. But what it really is is that the, there's polyphenols in the, in the hops, right? right? And they are glucosidically bound, so glucose, right, sugar. So those when, when there's no yeast in suspension in the beer and you're dry hopping at the end of fermentation when it's done, which is the traditional dry hopping method, right, you're not able to convert those those molecular changes throughout the process, right? Yep. So you're just getting that kind of like that simple hot profile, right? You gotta you gotta use a lot more hops, all that kind of stuff, um, all the contact. You just gotta kind of overload it. When you're doing it, when there's still yeast active, what you're doing is the yeast is is basically activating uh, like kind of ways that the hot oils can be beer soluble gotcha okay. so so it's not really transforming anything it's no. just doing something that without the yeast being present cannot happen which is why you get when you when you dry hop into uh, the end of your primary fermentation like day three to day five you're actually gonna be able to get a lot of those oils and try to get through dry hopping and they're gonna stick through the final process of the beer it's pretty cool but is it's absolutely I could so there's I think there's a lot to be learned from that. Um within how many points are you talking though? I mean how close to terminal before uh, about fifty percent or lower. So fifty okay. percent. Yeah, no, you can do it as long as it's I mean so, anytime after date. I, I would action. say I would say give it about forty eight to seventy two hours to really kinda of get going. And then um, after that, the earlier I mean, depending on what you're doing, too, because if you're doing, like, a West Coast IPA, you probably don't want to do that into into primary fermentation. You kind of might want to do that on the back side of that because you start getting these things where the polyphenols start creating this haze, the beta-glucans and everything, like... Right. And, and so if you're not trying to get a hazy product, you kind of want to keep it as away from the yeast as possible. As possible, absolutely. Okay. So, that slider, wow. Oh, my goodness gracious. What is happening? Yeah. Right? Holy oh, smokes. Yeah. Oh, that's 
Going to coffee room, smoke brisket, 14 hours overnight on the Kiabe, which is a local wood that happened in Hawaii. Wow. Uh, we also did the full chicken wing there. Also burned in our blonde and then also smoked and finished off on the grill. Uh, we brined the pulled pork in our Hanaho half bison. Um, we do our own uh, ham steak as well as, which is kind of underneath there. Uh, stuff, stuff. Jesus. Yeah. Is it something you don't do or not a lot? Not a lot. Wow. That's our Carolina Gold. That's a mustard based barbecue sauce. We use 808 Pale Ale, Blackstrap, Black Porter, Barbecue, and they also make a Yeah. Ice cream. Everything. Really? Yeah. Holy smoke. Wow. All right. I got to show you guys this stuff. This is unbelievable. Take a look. Thank you very much. Absolutely unbelievable. I'm thinking this is the barbecue sampler that uh, that you have been talking about. Wow. Phenomenal. Uh, thanks for following, Bear Hernick. I really appreciate the follow. Uh, what's up, uh, Oliver M. Briones? I probably said that wrong. I really apologize. Again, you guys have any questions for Patrick here at Waikiki Brewing? Uh, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool, Kenny, Kenny, you're 100% right on. This is, like, that's, I, like, seriously may need to be hospitalized after this visit. I know you were every day. So Patrick said to step out for a second. He will be back shortly. In the meantime, I hope you are enjoying the episode. I know it's going a bit longer in this one, but, I mean, there's a lot going on here. There really is. And, and I appreciate those who are sticking around to check it out or, or stopping in. Uh, if you're just coming recently, my name is Larry Caden. Craft Beer with me is my uh, handle on Instagram, and you are tuned into the Brewers Banter. Awesome, dude. Thank you. Uh, you are tuned into the Brewers Banter, and uh, it's coming live from Waikiki Brewing, in the Lahaina location in Maui. Which brewery site are you physically? And that's the one Bear Herdick. So, the Lahaina location of Waikiki Brewing. Yep, right on Front Street. Right on Front Street. Literally. I mean, I would turn the camera around. By the yeah, end of this, I'll go, it. no, it'll just blacken it right up. But it's, yeah. it's, the ocean is, is right in front of us. Yep. It's unreal. Absolutely beautiful here. This concludes part one of the interview with Waikiki Brewing. Tune in to part two, where Patrick talks about Russian River Brewing and how they saved a hop with their Pliny the Elder. We'll also do some more bear pairings. You'll really get that sense of aloha spirit. Some funny questions for Patrick. And the Chug Challenge, which drew quite a crowd. Tune in for part two. Thanks. Drink beer. Thank you for tuning into this episode, and thanks to Bass Brain for the music. This show has been recorded during an Instagram live broadcast. If you enjoyed it, please share and get ready to stream the next episode of Brewer's Banter. Drink beer.